Welcome back to Outside Our Element. It is Alex and Iowa and Hasley. We're glad for you to join us again on our, what is this, the fifth take of episode two? Why are you always confused at the beginning of the episode? You have all day to prepare. <laughs> and this is how you intro? I procrastinate a lot. I like to just go off the, uh, the cuff or the cusp. It seems less professional like he hasn't prepared, even though he has prepared. It's There's uh, nothing <laughs> written in his notebook. I stressed it. I had Boobar written on there. I stressed it out. <laughs> I wasn't, it wasn't pertaining to the episode, more so just... What does Fubar stand for again? I think something... It's like the cousin of Rebar. I think it's except for it's more functioning. That's where the FU comes in. Can FU. you eat that on the whole 30 diet? Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I've heard of some that do, specifically in, in uh, Poland. I can see that. Yeah, they do everything weird there. Um, so Shout welcome. out to our Poland fans. What up? <laughs> I have another one for the Wings fans, but we're not going to bring that out. Because the love will only get me to the street. The love below. That's, well, that's an Australian joke. We'll leave that alone. Shout out to the Australian fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like... I've missed you guys. Uh, and by you guys, I mean the, the millions of viewers. That have <laughs> uh, you keep me sane. So let's just dive right into a fun, uh, we'll call it our stupid episode. Because everything's, you know, stupid. Sports update. Yeah. Lacrosse. Manny, man. It's killing it tonight. Go on. Uh, frisky. I'm not ready to throw my dukes, but I want to hear where you have to go with this. Uh, Men's and women's. Beautiful men. Hardwood. Blue eyes. White dragon? One team wins. <laughs> was it Bryce's team or Tanner's? You devil. It was Kale's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Manny Macchiato. I think that's how it's pronounced. Anyone hear about this? He got a $300 million contract to play uh, baseball. I think he beat out A-Rod, didn't he? Yes, sir. That is what I heard. I think is it, it the highest, though? Or is there one still higher? Highest in baseball. Gotcha. Okay. I think there was a boxing dude who technically makes more annually. <laughs> but I'm not not sure of the deets on that. But I'm just curious. We'll share the notes in the link. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> that I can figure out who I was talking about. Let's we'll uh, redact that now. Three hundred million over a ten-year contract is that is that too much? Oh, I mean, how much is insurance on Ferrari? <laughs> Are you asking from my personal experience? I mean, he's got expenses too. <laughs> I mean, San Diego housing prices—that's where he went, right? Yeah, San Diego. I, I've had the same stance on this always, which is. This is a for-profit business. If they can afford to pay it, they can afford to pay it. Now, was it the best strategy for his team and their overall success for the length of the contract? I'm not sure I agree with that, but do I have a problem with a single dude making that much money because he swings the bat hard as fuck? Not me. So Bryce Harper should make more or less? It, I'm honestly not the baseball dude to ask. If he makes more, fist bump. If he makes less, still doing well, it sounds like. I'm obviously up to date with all of my baseball team jargon and or... Uh, just go ahead and name 10 people that play right now. 
Uh, Rusty Greer. Got <laughs> <laughs> to get started. <laughs> did Bryce uh, Rafael Parmero, is he still in? Did Bryce Harper get a deal yet? He is not from the last... Uh, still free? That's uh, crazy. He's asking me questions, so I don't know. What about... What about I'm just looking in a direction I know Alex is going to answer him. Yeah, no, he is not. Does he listen to the fan? Ah, uh, yeah, he's a fan of baseball. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Speaking of how much outrageous things are, what's up with the housing market? Anyone know anything? Anyone? So, I can speak from experience that prices are dropping at not a fast enough rate. Yeah? Because you want to buy a house. Because I want to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve one. I want one too. I like where your head's at. It's in my life right So, now. from being a, a buyer and looking around, I have seen houses are lasting longer on the market. They are dropping from starting price and not getting bought immediately after dropping price, right. which to me all look like good signs, but that's about as far as my knowledge goes currently. Excellent. I would you have a... I don't have a lot to add. Um, I did read an article recently about how the housing market is starting to tank and go the other way finally, right. and it's actually starting in Collin County. Really? So I thought that was... Kind of exciting, at least from our point of view. Yeah. Since we want to buy a house. Shout out to all of our Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Polish people, you don't get the joke, but you will someday. Uh, so I listened to a podcast on the Indicator. No uh, way. I know, right? I listen to more podcasts than we produce since this is episode two, <laughs> despite what our real number is. But, you know, it's like girls and guys on there. Numbers always multiply by always, three. Always, always yeah. multiply by three. Uh, so the CEO of Redfin uh, said that actually Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> weekend. <laughs> no, 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 go on. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I don't think any of us watched that game. Or uh, anyways, uh, Robert Kraft. Which never mind. We'll leave that out. So Super Bowl weekend. Uh, is actually the leading indicator of what's going on in the housing market because people are able to determine a lot of things. And the CEO of Redfin, which is an app used for purchasing houses, actually uh, went into a detailed episode about um, how the indicators are there point to what the housing market is going to look like. It took a couple weeks before they were actually able to make a comment on what those numbers reflected. But uh, this past week, he made the announcement that actually, surprisingly, the housing market is still strong and that uh, there was a slight hiccup like you noticed, but um, it's still technically a buyer's market or a seller's market. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to take a lot to, to get it down. I mean, it's right. a seller's market that you wouldn't believe right now. I would believe it. I don't think you would believe it. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sexual that's palpable. It could be the flatulence, I don't really know. It has been silent, but deadly. <laughs> Anyways, we all look forward to see how the housing market is going to continue uh, as high, uh, buying a house is a good thing. Moving right along to the stupid uh, riches of people these days and buying houses of whenever. Not that we have. We should probably pause and let our audience know that we are certified and you should take all of our advice as actual investment. Invest in Lint. I hear there's a lot of it. And it's never going away. 
Moving on. Same topic, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, Iowa, how did the Oscars go last night? Uh, and specifically, how, how good was the host? Pause for laughs. I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I wanted to a couple times. There's usually a lull kind of in the middle when they're doing like best animated short and things like that. Um, but John Mulaney did those. So that was kind of funny. Nice. Nice. Uh, it opened up pretty good. It was uh, Queen and Adam Lambert, which Alex and I have seen live. Yes. They, they were great. Loved it. Uh, they did not lip sync. It was not a perfect opening, which I, I dug. I thought that was cool because I feel like this is the kind of show where it's right for lip syncing. Right. Um, <clears throat> some notable moments. There weren't a whole lot. Um, apparently, there's a lot of memes going around this morning about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's performance. Uh, it, it got a little sexual. I'm not going to lie. Uh, very classy is the best way I can describe it. It's just them two in front of a piano singing at each other. And then at one point, he came around and just got right up behind her ear and just started singing like this, this close. Let's see if I can find you a visual. Yeah, for you listeners. <laughs> yeah, so that everyone can see it. <laughs> like uh, this close. Mm. And uh, he's got no face. There was Zoom a, in on Bradley Cooper. Yeah, please. There was a moment when they just kind of opened eyes and locked for way too long. And Bradley Cooper's supermodel wife's in the audience watching this. And I think many men had a visible erection uh, during it. It was pretty Is high. that a 50 cent joke? It could be. It definitely oh, okay. could be. I wish uh, death upon him. So apparently, a lot of people are talking about that. Like, I mean, let's let's just take a moment to say, well, you're at the top of your craft. Why not show it off? Right? <laughs> is that another Robert Kraft joke? Um, I'm still not sure who Robert Kraft is. Good call. I keep saying this word. <laughs> I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> but I agree. I mean, they're they're killing. It was a classy performance. If you haven't seen it, look it up. And frankly, you're performing a song from a movie. You perform it as the characters from the movie, and you give the same. You recreate the emotions that you created on screen that everybody enjoyed. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I support it. I think if they're actually physically in a relationship, <laughs> I I support it. I'm just kidding. No, if he's married, to stay with the supermodel, and Lady Gaga should stay. Performing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, my biggest takeaway was seeing Dana Carvey and Mike Myers on stage together for yes. the first time in I don't know how long and making some of their old jokes and introducing Bohemian Rhapsody's movie as because it was nominated for Best Picture. I thought that was great. You had at least 12 hours to prepare. You couldn't tell me how long it's been since they were on stage together? No. Oh, I'll go ahead and take this one. Seventeen. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were there uh, were there any upsets? I don't really. I I feel like this is the first Oscars since the last Oscars where I didn't watch like any of the movies. <laughs> so I can I can give you a little feedback. I have a friend that I work with, super pretentious, doesn't listen Pre to the podcast. Yeah, super pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Links to these words will be in the next <laughs> Urban Dictionary. He he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I don't mind saying his name, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that this seemed like one of the first years that they were giving awards away to appease people, but it didn't seem like there was a consensus. 
So, uh, you know, different uh, movies were winning different categories because they felt like certain movies needed to win something rather than there being a consensus idea around the acting was great in this one, the directing was great in this one, and these things started to go. Um, shout out to Spike Lee for finally getting his. Um, I think that's great. Uh, shout out for Bradley Cooper not getting his. <laughs> um, I think, personally, the dude who had to learn to sing for his movie role maybe should have won over the dude who lip synced. But honestly, I've only seen one movie. So, going to throw that out there. Yeah. You, if you disagree, stop listening. Could you deliberate? Have you seen a Star is Born yet? No. Oh, you bought it. Essentially, Bradley Cooper directed A Star is Born, mm-hmm. starred in it, learned guitar, learned how to sing, and even dropped his voice a whole octave for this movie. Like, went above and beyond and got snubbed for the Freddie Mercury played by uh, Remy Malik. Wait, the Freddie Mercury lip sync? Well, of course, he's not going to be able to replicate Freddie Mercury's pause. Of course not, but you could. I thought that it was him singing. Was I mistaken? Yeah, you were absolutely mistaken. Yeah. He doesn't sing a single time. Oh, and I don't, I don't blame him. I don't Sure, I wouldn't either. Adam Lambert gets Lambert. It's close, though. Adam yeah. Lambert is great. He's, he's no Freddie Mercury. Of course great. not. Yeah. Right. But Remy's not, and so he chose not to sing, which I respect that choice. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that the award went to someone that, you know, that, that there seemed to be a different element. It's not like Bradley Cooper's performance wasn't amazing. He went through every emotion you could be in in a movie. So... Again, could totally be partial because I've only seen uh, Stars Born. Huh. So I, I, I honestly could be, you know, coming out from that. But I just, to me, logically, it didn't make sense. I've seen them both. So I can come at it from that perspective, and I still agree with you. I've yeah. seen neither, and I agree with you. And, uh, yeah. Best picture, though, wasn't it? I thought it was supposed to be the Netflix one because they invested 25 mil. Well, just because they invest 25 mil doesn't mean they had the best movie. It's a means they like politics. Means, yeah, it means they had the most expensive campaign. Shout out to Roma. I haven't seen it. Oh, I thought it was Tony Romo's movie. It costs that much? No, no, no. no the advertising. Their Oscar campaign. Yeah. $25 million. Dollars. Damn. They got cash. Yes, they do. Netflix has been doing all right. I haven't seen the Green Book. I want to see it now because of how much it won and got nominated for it. Did you see Moonlight? I did see Moonlight. Did you? Nah, I never saw it. Nah, I didn't see that. I haven't seen... um, Typically when I... Excluding the... The Black Panther was in for Best Picture, right? I actually liked that one. I I think... I I liked that one. I thought most of the movies out there were ones that would not draw the most people, which I guess that's the opposite of what the Oscars are for these days. It's about, I don't know, virtue, virtue signaling, I think is what they call it. The kids these days. I, I hear sure. That. Well, that and what what kind of artistic creation are you making? I mean, could you, what are some of the movies that you saw this year that you thought should have been nominated? For Super Troopers 2, hands down. All of us are going to agree on that one. What else? Uh, I saw The Lebowski this year. Okay, well, that can't be nominated because it didn't come out this year. What else? Was there a Fast and the Furious this year? No, that was not. Mm. And it won't be until 2020. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, so, yeah. So, that's all I'm saying is I, I think it is a – sure, it is a little more artsy. They always have an idea of going towards these <laughs> non-blockbuster uh, uh, type movies. But from what I heard uh, from potential – how do you say the word I'm trying to say? Pretentious. Pretentious. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're being very presumptuous. 
Yeah. Pretentious Caleb has told me that <laughs> outside of uh, Spider-Man Spider-Verse, this is actually a fairly good year of movies. So, and I trust him because he's young and actually pays to see all these Wait, movies. Wait, he, he didn't like Spider-Verse? No, he loved it. Oh, I was going to say. Right, but it wasn't nominated for Best Movie. It did win Anime. Gotcha. Yeah, that's it. He, he also said they got snubbed in original songs. They had three really good original songs. He said they probably shouldn't have won. No. But they should have, probably one of them could have been at least nominated. I think he's stupid and wrong. But he doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah thank goodness. No, I can vouch. Uh, Cyrus won one song. In that sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweetness. Um, also, just want to make fun of the. The safety of being able to make Trump jokes in front of people that are obviously Trump fans. Quick question though: Who was supposed to be the host? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Does anyone remember why he wasn't? Um, I if I you can not quote me on this, but I I think it was maybe in the late two thousands, mid two thousands. He had said some homophobic tweets and. I, I don't even know that you could call him homophobic. Thank he, you. He said faggot and queer in a couple of his jokes on Twitter, I think. I, I thought it was about us. He was saying that he just he wishes his son wasn't gay. I think that was what he actually... I think, Is his son gay? No. Oh. No, he was just saying that he hopes his son doesn't turn out gay or whatever. Oh, it, it, it could have been that. Maybe I'm not taking way too far. And using he might have said that. I don't, know. I, don't I, I just put exactly like you said. It was at least there. <laughs> Thanks for, you know, jumping to a boat. <laughs> 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 I, but I, I think it's... Don't get me wrong, it, it's it's offensive, and I'm not trying to say that actual homophobic things are acceptable. I'm just saying, as a comedian, specifically in the context of comedy, are we gonna are we gonna go there? Because there have been things that could easily be perceived as offensive that anybody right. could say about anything, and, and specifically in uh, it doesn't matter. The I think he uh, and he said he apologized, and he did, and there's still hanging him out to dry for this and bringing it up a lot. I guess they're saying he didn't apologize well enough. Right. And Which, he was like, how long are you going to hold this against me? I, I, I said I regretted saying them. I said I'm sorry. Right. Um, and to his defense, other people, other comedians have said this too, is like, that was just the time. Like, I'm not saying it was right, but like, right. way more people than Kevin Hart were doing. Right. We were, we were doing it. So, so Daniel talks. So hold on, hold on. So the Oscars asked him to do it. Yeah. And then they told him no. They didn't tell him that, I don't think. No, no, he actually withdrew because it was a public of that. Outcry. It was a public outcry. Oh, yeah. I'm backing it. <laughs> you never do that. Anyways, I, I, I think it's stupid. Yeah, I, I, which, think that, I don't know who would want it, to be honest, anymore. And I think there's a reason that they didn't have a host this year. It's not because... Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris couldn't do it. but like Because he's gay. Who wants to be put under that kind of microscope? Because if you're the Oscars host, you will be, no matter what. And they're gonna find something that you did wrong, no matter what. Nice. Moving on to presidential elections. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have to say, no, no, that, that's you're absolutely the microscope that is on that you could have. And here's the thing too with technology. I'm so glad that I didn't have Twitter or whatever back when we were in middle school and high school, because we did have kind of, but it wasn't as prevalent, and we you, made sure to delete those accounts. You can't find our MySpace page anymore. Thank goodness. Because, I mean, truly, or my Zanga. My space. Backsplash. <laughs> Backsplash. <laughs> He's so presumptuous. Pretentious. It's supposed to be great scotch. Oh, it is great scotch. <laughs> great scotch, as Marty McFly would say. 
I get that. I don't know. Smart of I didn't say it. But it, it was Doc. But Alex, was, you look deep in thought. What were you going to say? Doc Holliday. So I was just thinking so what that happened? a generation raised on South Park and a family <laughs> guy with so much exposure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alex had gum surgery today. That's why we're making fun of him. He, 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 yeah. He's, he's having mouth problems. It's not what you call it when you get gum stuck in your hair, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I just think it's funny that you know, like we have so much exposure to that type of comedy, and it's the same generation that's um, very quick to escalate and call out. Uh, there's a really cool book about like the vulnerability of something. Uh, we'll put it in the show links. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> we know you guys read them. That's it. <laughs> we, we can, we can oh, what I meant to say was it's good. We, can, <laughs> we see your clips and we can see your clips and all of your video responses to our podcast. Thank you very much. So, we're going to essentially uh, move into. Oh, guys, read the subject right there. We're going to move into our main meat of the subject tonight. And what I really want to delve into is just, again, stupidity. We as a nation are, I feel, just getting dumber despite the abundance of education, opportunities, and ways to, intellectual thinkers and things like that. And so I'm just, I'm going to share several stories and uh, we'll see your comments on them all as we just, I'm just curious about what your thoughts are on them. So wait, just before we get started, I want to preface, it's going to be three white dudes sitting in a closet talking about how stupid everybody else is, right? It's an office. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a full office. We're not, and we could come out the closet anytime we want. We're learned doctors. <laughs> yeah, or dentists. Okay, cool. No, no, I don't think this has ever been done before. We've been groundbreaking <laughs> in this year. So I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm fully prepared now. I don't know if you are. You claim to be Italian-American. I mean, that's something, right? <laughs> I thought he claimed to be Jewish. <laughs> JCC? Is that what they call it? We'll post the DNA results at the end of the show. Yeah, he's going to be more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. Moving along. So, online relationships. <laughs> this is our second actual podcast that's going to get airtime. He's made that joke in the last five podcasts we've done. <laughs> None of you know that. <laughs> Except for Caleb. Thank you. Uh, if there is a Caleb, some say Caleb. some say he doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, online relationships. So NPR, which is obviously the most right leaning news source out there, but it did say that uh, they found that uh, there were twenty one thousand reports about romantic scams in two thousand eighteen, and a reported a <clears throat> hundred and forty three million dollars of losses. That's one four three million. The uh, average amount or median amount of people that lost money, they lost approximately $2,600. Stop and think about that right now. I don't want a scenario. I'm like, what are we talking here? Like, they went on a Tinder date, they did their <laughs> thing, and then when he went to leave, he, like, took their prize Maltese from the house and walked out with the dog? Or, like, what are we talking here? Well... We probably, I, mean, I don't have the exact accounts because I don't want to release their information. I'm not about the doxing of people, so for the record, so I'm not going to put people on blast or use their names. But I will say that there were, uh, were studies done by top men 
that assured me that this is accurate and that it was all Top about stupid people. Man, not bottoms. This is not a Freddie Mercury joke. How how do you calculate the cost or worth of hair? <laughs> Pubic or because I was watching this documentary. <laughs> it's always sunny and <laughs> And they were saying that sometimes when you're being catfished, a woman will send pieces of hair. And I'm just wondering how much hair it would take to be worth $2,600. How many bags of peas can you get me by tomorrow night? Are you wanting to Depends on how much you're paying. Yeah. Wait, do you need blonde or not? Because <laughs> that's actually the white unicorn. It's harder to come by. Yeah. Well, red is the. Are you? What color are your peeps? They're red, right? Strawberry blonde. I thought so. And red. Mostly red. If you had peeps. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, okay, so let's let's think about this. Doesn't the average American not even have an extra $2,600? I believe the average American couldn't pull out $400 in a case of our peeps. I've read that too. 60%. This is nuts, then, that it's $2,600. I, I don't think it's cash, though. I think it's liquid. Like, if you walked out of this here with that. This fucking computer right now. That's a lot I don't money. think they're getting robbed. Yeah, bro. It's a scam. I think I think they're like being catfished yeah. and they're sending people money Nigerian because business. people are asking for it and there's actually not a person on the other end. So that's the scenario I'm looking for. Like, what are we talking? If that's it, then that's insane. No, I I now we're gonna. I didn't want to last on this very long. I just want to say. Oh, we're talking one. about. <laughs> Slow down. I just got started. <laughs> that's what she told. But me. no. I, so oh, okay. So. Um, there's another uh, aspect of uh, uh, dating apps where girls will ask for money to like. It's called Snapchat. Sends pics and shit. So prostitute. No, no, I think it could be just fake. It could be a dude sending me. A woman can do anything she wants with her money. Mm. It, it, Sex for money. And there's well. <laughs> she's selling. What the heck money. was that? There, she's not fornicating. <sighs> She's sending pornography if we want to pull it down to anything, and that's legal in all states. What is the goo 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 from? Was that was that the Flintstones? No, Popeye. Popeye, that's what it was. Yeah. It was close. Thank you. I was dead on. You were close. He <laughs> made the joke, so it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't count. It's Wait, not I, I would. I would imagine it was. Uh, I don't think. I think it has to do with them sending money before they meet, and there actually never being a meeting or a relationship. That okay. From. Now I see it. So it could either be something like that, or maybe it's like or some down. really hot chick gets a down as luck guy is like, "Hey, I really want to come visit you, but I don't have enough money for a yes, flight." That's all. Can you send me five hundred dollars? I'm I'm so worried I'm not gonna be able to pay rent this month. I'm only yes. short one hundred and fifty bucks. And the dude's like, "Hey, look, I'm, I'm gonna break your legs." Tough times happen. Yeah. Let me send you bucks. I missed my flight. Can you send more money? Yeah, I have this pick, but it'll cost. I could see that. I could, <laughs> I could really see that. Got okay, this makes sense. To well, me. Yeah, which is actually makes sense to our next transition of why the country is twenty two trillion dollars in national debt. Why aren't we doing this to other countries? Well, some would say that's a good question. Because all the other countries, we owe them money. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> so have we can't turn around and say, "Hey, you guys want to borrow some money?" They're like, "Don't you pay your tab?" Well, I mean, there's a there's an end in sight for sure, but you can keep asking for plane tickets and things like that. <laughs> and nudie pics. We can send a lot of those with the bald eagle. If you know what I mean. Move to Trump. Please text back. I'll send you money. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, but I, I think it's it's terrible that we're actually at this oh, twenty-two trillion dollars in national debt. And, uh, oh, oh, twenty. I think someone said uh, this is all ad lib. I'm afraid we're not using facts. There will be a link though, so you can check it. Uh, I think they said seventy-eight percent of GDP is now what our debt is. Wow. We are we are to the point where it's 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 the roosters are coming home. Bobby Boucher or something like that. Twenty-two trillion, and we think it's a good idea to to keep spending more money. We're gonna cut taxes, and then we're gonna oh, by the way, we're gonna increase spending. What? I got it. Uh, tell me if I'm way off here. Selling pubic hair. Dave Ramsey, twenty twenty. <laughs> Let's get this debt snowball rolling, right? All right. The, for the U.S. The first thing you have to do is see if that URL is taken. <laughs> That's step one. I think it's pronounced UTI. Is it? Uh, I don't know. We're about to find out. Oh, we're in good shape here, fellas. Whoa, especially in hiring. Let's see if we can buy it. Go, Daddy. Once this airs in the podcast, so somebody's going to park on it. Shut up, sure. Caleb. Stop that right now, if there is a Caleb. He's going to be our Ben, if there is a Ben. Wow. Go ahead, book it. Two nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, book it. Two nine. Nine. Go ahead. For you. the first two years, that gets us going into it. I'm not convinced I spelled Ramsey right. No, you didn't. Uh, you spelled Ramses. Like uh, I did. Like a Bolton. Nobody's thought of this. Not even Dave. Well, no, he's... Too busy, you know, giving everybody envelopes. He's only 58. That'd make him a young president. The youngest so far. He does not look 58. No, no, he looks, he's sporting the Munson. But he's doing great work. Hey, should we park on that? No, 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 no we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. We're going to have, we've got like 13 things. <laughs> Exploratory I'll, committee. I'll pay. We're the committee. I, I went in on this. Yeah, no, I know I'm not. I'll do a dollar on this. It's only $88. <laughs> Dave Ramsey wouldn't want us to spend it on. I'm sorry. Is that eight thousand eight hundred dollars? Go ahead and book it. We have that. Yeah, we got that. Because of all of you viewers, I just want to thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, this is now when we're going to talk about Casper mattresses. <laughs> the best part about this, for some stupid reason, that's two ninety nine. The dot net is fourteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like who's like? Ooh. But you know what they need? Mass. They need Zip Recruiter, the best place to be able to get new hires. No, they really need ExpressVPN. If you think about it, if you're going to be looking at these kind of things, you want to be able to. Anyways. You can't do that without a website. What about Squarespace? <laughs> we listen to podcasts. Anyways, $22 trillion, we're stupid. I'm going to just leave it at that, unless you get I mean, can you give me a list of other, before you just slam the U.S. because you're an American hater, can you give me a list of other countries in debt, and I would like it uh, <laughs> organized and alphabetical. Jamie, pull that up. Jamie. Jamie! Ooh, okay, here we go. Please. Largest deficit is us by far. United Kingdom has about a fifth of the debt that we do. Oh, well, that's cool. Canada has about half of that. Because of all the Mexicans in there. Didn't expect Turkey to be so high. Brazil makes sense. Where's Greece? I don't think Greece has enough. Yeah, they're not even close. They're not even on this list. Mexico's a lot lower than I thought. I mean, your top three are the U.S., U.K., Canada, all powerhouses. Yeah. 
All white. I think that's the real problem. Canada's questionable, but yeah, I, they're, they're next to a powerhouse. Yeah, they've got Eskimos. All powerhouses. <laughs> <laughs> they've got it. What blows my mind is that Iraq is on this list. Yeah, it's basically America. America in the Middle East. Extended. Everywhere we Colombia, go. Oman, Lebanon. Wait, can you give me the least in depth? Uh, that would be the Nordics. I mean, on this list for the 20th Kazakhstan, I don't know if we can do it the other way. Yeah, Lowest. Uh, we're we're totally not looking this up as we speak. We're actually, we have this prepared. Oh, Luxembourg. I should have known that. Of course, Luxembourg's on the list. They're the wealthiest per capita, period. Is that in Kentucky? PMS jokes aren't fun, period. Luxembourg? No, that's Lynch for close. Lexington? It's Tennessee. Because you're the only ten I see. Wow, Afghanistan's pretty low. Macau? Russia's not bad. Macau is Hong Kong. I don't know why they count them different. There's water. Congo. UAE. There's water. Not drinkable. There's, there's Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan again. I, I guess this is where it starts to go the other way. Interesting. But then if that was true, then Chile would be on this list. I don't. So, like, can you give me Germany? Like, where's Germany at? Well, actually, they're they're uh, they're pretty good. I bet you did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I thought they may have had some debts after that whole W two thing. According to them, it didn't happen. So ah, ah. yeah, you're not looking. You're not looking so intelligent now as we speak about it. Ranking in Germany. Yeah, this doesn't really do it. Well, Volkswagen, as we know, they've never cheated on anything. <laughs> let's let's move along. Uh, we don't have to worry about it. Let's just know we're screwed. It's interesting, though. Five times more than anyone else. What else is stupid, Haslam? You want to know what else is stupid? There are women <laughs> suing... Ah, uh, that's it! <laughs> 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 oh, dang it. Shout out to our female audience. Brian has any from... <laughs> that's not true. I just, you know... Brian yeah. Hasley hates women 2020. I would. Was he not met? <laughs> I want to be able to. It's worth, it's worth a fourteen dollar. Yeah, no, I'm way too. It's a dot club. It's that's dot gov. If you do it right. No, I uh, kidding. Jokes aside, but for reals, women are suing Yale for not allowing women into the fraternities. Interesting. Interesting. They were interviewed on CBS. And quite literally asked, well, why why do you why are you suing for this? Well, because at these frat parties, um, women are objectified. It's essentially the I'm paraphrasing, of course, which no one agreed with or, or no one disagreed with. And sure. then uh, the interviewer said, So why do you go to these parties? Well, I have to. Mm. So naturally, the since they have to go there, they should be a part of the fraternities. And there's, I'm, obviously there's pushback. I'm not saying that uh, the fringes aren't the ones being crazy on this, but there's an actual lawsuit um, in, at Yale to allow women in fraternities. Ila, you've been silent. What are your thoughts? Um, pass. All right, he's passed. As the former president of a very small fraternity chapter that never actually got He's being modest. done. Yeah, there was at least people twice his age. Um, Rep it. <laughs> Here's what I really think. Put it out there. Here's what I really think. 
I had no idea that Hazlitt was going to go on record as pro-frat. <laughs> Good call. But I get it. Um, so if the, if the intent of being involved would be to change the culture around what's currently happening with the um, objectifying of women, I get it. Outside of that, I don't get it. We already have combined Greek houses, right? Sure. Well, I mean, you can be part of Greek organizations that may not be a, I'm using my air quotes, a fraternity. So um, there may be a Greek organization that is part of the accounting department that is open to both uh, genders. Right. And so there's, and obviously there's going to be a ton of different organizations that you can get involved in on campus that it, that is not gender biased. Um, but the soror the uh, uh, traditional Greek sorority, Greek fraternity is going to be gender biased, but it's the whole thing is based on membership and exclusion. So it, you know, to, to all of a sudden say that they're being excluded, excluding towards a gender is funny because they're really being excluding towards anyone they deem not a fit for their fraternity. And I don't, even though I may not be super pro-frat, I don't disagree with their right to be able to have a group that they get to say who can and can't be a part of it. Yeah. Feel free to tear me up for that one. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say that doesn't sound wrong to me as long as the girls who I'm specifically stating the girls who are suing, the females that are suing, mm -hmm. are able to start their own group that can be exclusive if they want as well. Right. I'd be really interested to see what people's sentiment were if it, it was the other way around. Guys aren't allowed in sororities? You're right. Hopefully as skeptical as people in this situation. Well, there's like legit rules on college campuses that sorority houses can't have a certain number of dudes in it because then they'll be considered a brothel. Seriously, in the state of Texas. Wow. That's, yeah. why, that's why the fraternities often throw the parties and will have like sister sororities that, that attend those because they can't have a bunch of dudes in their houses or they will cross a line which makes it illegal. Well, I see why you left the Greek left. Right. Oh, I haven't left yet. I'm still present. And he's filing for bankruptcy. He's quite the proprietor of Brothers. Sigta. Shout out to all the Sigta <laughs> listeners. Ooh. Moving along. Uh, I know that we've never talked about this on this podcast that's been aired, but what about that MAGA team? Anyone remember? What that? is a MAGA team? So... They're like oval teams? It's kind of like a magazine, except there's a T instead. Oh, I used to read to you, Bob. I and the doctors can so Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no, he did a great job of that. And also, like seventeen. Was that Hanson's first album? No, actually, it might have been. I think it was. He was. He's Christmas album. It was autographed. That's what I remember. But the magazine. Um, it was early January. Long story short, the March for Life weekend. Kids from Kentucky or Tennessee or something like that were there. Came in by bus. As they were done with the rally, I guess, they were standing around in some, um, I think they call them black Israelites or black Hebrews or black, it was a black caucus-ish of Jews of like some variety. 
They were nope. That was not nominated. Shout out Spike Lee. Ah, what's up? Um, and there was words exchanged more so the Jews being more. It's weird because they're like Jewish Muslims because they're very big within. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a weird situation. Native American dude came up and started banging a drum in some face. And immediately kind of went viral that particular weekend about uh, this particular kid having a punchable face, crap like that. He was actually doxxed, um, and they were given his information out online. I know what dox means, but for our listeners, we can explain that. Deja vu all over again. I believe it means giving the personal information of someone, including but not limited to their address, their places of... Uh, employment, things along those lines. Based on their computer skills. Based on specifically their uh, skills with the typewriter, which is the modern day computer, yeah, phonetically speaking. So they uh, they they did that. It was a big deal. Everyone wanted to be hateful about this particular quote unquote smug teen. And then the full two hour video comes out. Turns out that it was completely overblown. And that people jumped, specifically the news, jumped at the sight of a smug kid in the face of a crying Native American who also happened to lie about his time in Vietnam, which is, we'll, we'll just leave all that alone. The story, if you haven't heard it by now, get out from under the rock and just look a little bit. But the, the biggest thing to me that I thought was dumb was that Sam Harris, a very known lefty, actually made a comment about someone who doesn't like him. Um, and she she basically said something along the lines, and we will add this to the, the, the many links that we're adding, along with our book deals and movie opportunities of seeing us live and autograph signings. But this lady, Kara Swisher, said, I was a complete dolt to put this up, and several other obnoxious tweets yesterday without waiting to see the whole video of the incident. And I apologize to the kids from Kentucky. Thank goodness that was right initially. She didn't say that, I did. Uh, unilaterally, and also for using that clip to make another point about all things a razor hat. So she basically says an apology for jumping to the conclusion. Sam Harris, Sam Harris just copies that tweet or however you shares it, I don't know what it is. But all he said was, good for you, Kara. This is just a very easy, Good for you. Hey, way to uh, acknowledge that you might have jumped in a little early. And the crazy thing was that him just saying good for you, people started hitting on Sam Harris. All he said was good for you, Kara, talking about someone who was or, or, or changing her mind saying maybe I was too early. And he got reamed over the coals for it by allegedly followers. People were saying things. He even mentioned it on Joe Rogan's podcast which is another one I listened to. <laughs> but he mentioned about how uh, people were actually sending him hate and unsubscribing from him or closing their membership with him. What, what, how stupid are we that we're now going to just eat everybody who says anything? Now that I've been talking about that joke. Yeah, there was a lot there. Um, Thank you. That's what she said. Not a compliment. That's <laughs> um, what she said. So I'll, I'll go with the, what you are actually asking first. I agree that um, maturity and intelligence is exemplified in someone who is um, able to be open-minded enough to change their belief if they're convinced. 
Mm, okay. I don't, I, I understand that the, the counter to that is, well, if you're wishy-washy, then what do you really believe in? But my counter to that would be, if you believe in one thing and you never, ever move from it or are never able to be open to listening to another side and possibly changing it, you don't have to change, but being open to that, then I think there's a level of closed-mindedness there that uh, detracts from um, what I would call a level of intelligence. And so I agree with you. I, I think, be it if I think the person is correct or not, one should not be scolded for changing their mind based on new information presented. And for someone else to then, you know, support them in a public way and take a lot of blowback at it, I have two things. Number one, sure, I mean, I don't think that people should have reacted that way to him, but me getting on a microphone and using my platform which is a large platform for a nationwide audience. Shout out to Australia. To, to be able to use that to complain about it, I kind of feel like I'm doing the same thing. Where for me, if I was actually talking to Sam Harris, I'd be like, who cares about those people that stop following you? Jordan said that. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and, and nice. And the people who aren't going to listen to you anymore and be part of it anymore and that aren't going to support you or whatever, if they're not aligned with you, then what's the worries of, of shedding those people who maybe didn't, you know, that they didn't add to what you were already presenting? <clears throat> Absolutely. Iowa, right, you have a comment? I feel like a big part of what's going on today is that with the accessibility of social media and all these other great tools that are helping out our lives, we have a vocal minority that sounds louder than they are. Mm. So I think a few things could definitely help in this arena. One of the, what the fuck are y'all laughing about? I'll tell you when you're older. All right. I think, uh, he literally just wrote some of the stupidest shit that I ever wrote, and it has nothing to do with it. Okay. Yeah. Y'all are looking at me, and you're fucking laughing. Yeah, I know. You'll and see. I'm it. Like, do I need to keep talking? No, no. You'll, you'll see. It. Jump across the you're screen. literally gonna see it later and be like, "What the fuck was that so funny?" But it was like it was a moment thing. It was just it was a timing thing. Sorry. Sorry. So one, I, I thought of a few solutions. I didn't think of them. I researched them and kind of thought about it. one of them. I actually just thought of. So this could be real. It could be not. But like, it would be cool if I was Sam Harris. And I could somehow see how many people disliked what I had to say and how many people didn't say a fucking thing. So, like, if I've got a million followers, it'll tell me, like, hey, less than half of a percent had negative things to say about what you said. So you can see that in context because he's not seeing that. He might get flooded with hundreds of thousands of people saying what an idiot he is. But if he's seeing the context of how many people didn't say a damn thing or said positive things, he could be like, Maybe it's easier for him to be like, oh, fuck it. But he doesn't. And this thing becomes news and he fights back. Right. And, you know, I'm not saying this particular example, but that could be a, a deterrent, but that could be a thing that could help situations like this. Right. That'd be hard to do, judge, though, because of how many followers he has, determining what parts were actually positive, quote unquote, negative versus what the sarcasm. Versus. It definitely could be, especially with platforms like Twitter and right. Facebook and Instagram. There's hearts, there's likes, there's no dislike, which I think is one of the great things about Reddit, is because it has a dislike yeah, button. Facebook is you can tell people that you don't like what they have to say in a simple way. 
So he could get that kind of feedback immediately if more platforms would roll out right. a feature like that. Another thing that I thought was really cool, because when you told me that we were going to talk about some of this kind of stuff, I was like, all right, fake news is a big thing right now. What are we doing? What are we thinking about to stop all this kind of stuff? Right. And one of them I thought was really cool, because we were talking about this the other day, Alex, uh, machine learning and AI, and how that could be used to combat fake news. And I saw some examples of what some people were talking about they were using, is like it could be in the future, not too far from the future, where an article is shared on, on Facebook or wherever, but they have real-time fact-checking being done by Snopes and like 20 other companies. I would trust and, Snopes. I know. Like I'm saying, 20 other companies. Like maybe we find some that you do trust out of that list. Fox News, through the most Bear and Balance, right? And uh, <laughs> within that list, it just gives you a little thing popped up that says like when you go to share it, like there's content in there that has not been verified mm. and that people have disputed. You may want to think twice before sharing. Nice. Because be that could prevent stuff like that thing, the magazine thing. Like, hey, right. just so you know, the facts are really being disputed. This many people or this many companies have filed claims against this this thing. Right. Uh, so I thought those could be really cool things. That Maybe this is a problem that will go away. It sounds like it's going to get worse before it gets better, but at least there's cool ideas being thought of. Right. Well, here's the thing, too. There's absolutely no problems. The, pers- the person who does something that posts something outrageous, or I think it was Kathy Griffin, actually, was the one who was doxing on that. She's too terribly relevant. But the... the, the, the Good Morning America, Kathy Griffin? No, that's... Another, 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 there's no repercussions for doing something like this, making a story like that. There is nothing. And, and that's where I think we, until we, there's, oh, you really screwed up. I'm, and I'm not saying that there's not, but let's take a look at like Megyn Kelly. She got fired for a blackface comment thing. And it was blown out of proportion, not that it wasn't insensitive, but she apologized. Almost looked like she had a gun on her head when she was doing it. We'll leave that alone. People get fired for one type of view, but if you were to report "quote unquote" journalism, and I think you and I appreciate the newsroom, and the the premise behind it was, well, let's do news right. Yet we don't see it necessarily transpiring into news that oh, right. this is a good story. Let's not necessarily do it because this fits our narrative. Let's go for it. I think I'll take it to kind of an extreme level as an example. Of what I think you're talking about is where it's like, you know, being committed. And being charged with rape should almost be the same punishment as right. falsely accusing someone of rape. Oh yeah, because I mean that's a, a tough line to to do, but it's like that also could ruin somebody's life if it was in yeah. fact false. I, now it's hard to prove that you've been raped, so that I don't know if this is a good idea. Right, 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 like right. That, but it's like it's in that same vein. I feel like yeah, yeah. like you need to really, really be careful before you start slinging accusations like that. I get it's a, you're using an analogy yeah. and we're not saying that you're, but it's a, right. exactly that, that type of, Hey, this is very serious. And, and which is funny that you talk about something that's very serious because now that transitions me to my next one, uh, Jesse Smollett, Smollett, I guess. I don't know. He's a star from empire and, uh, it's a, oh, a, gosh. a, a, a black yeah. gay guy 
and um, apparently I, I, I could just I can just keep basically the, the, the premise was that he got uh, actually I'll just read the timeline as it is in full January 22nd a week before the attack a threatening letter um, a letter threatening Smollett arrives at the Fox studio where it's filmed and it basically says he's gonna die and it's got like the magazine letters all clipped out all proper. Do you know that or you make that? No, it's actually, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just asking. Uh, that was Because that's, said. I mean, honestly, if I was going to do it, that's how I would do it. Yeah. Shout out to my murderer. What up, Zodiac? Actually, the worst part is, is that they, it actually goes into fun, funnier details about they found a magazine. It, it, it doesn't matter. His it, name is Jesse? Yeah, Jesse. Not <laughs> Jesse. It's like, never mind. So he's like Hussy with a J. Because he is one. So on the, a week later, January 29th, Chicago police open hate crime uh, investigation about Smollett. Or Smollett. Uh, I don't want to be disrespectful. Come on, come on, come on. Go. Yeah, he was attacked. Uh, and uh, apparently they, they approached him at 2 a.m. when he was getting a sandwich at Subway. They shouted racial homophobic slurs. And uh, they poured a chemical substance on him, wrapped the news around his neck. Because here's a crazy thing. And they also say that in, in the second interview that they said this is MAGA country because typically during a polar vortex, MAGA people in downtown Chicago, of all places, which is obviously MAGA country, are looking around with the noose already strewn in hand and bleached before on um, because most MAGA people watch Empire and know who he is. They're able to track him down and do that. I just realized today that this is an Empire boardwalk. Yeah, no, no, it's no. just Empire, whatever that is. Yeah, different, show, different show. Terrence Howard, bro, the original Don Cheadle. Empire Boardwalk is Steve Buscemi, right? Yeah, close. So, uh, anyways, they 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 noticed it was skepticism. There was a lot of statements going back and forth. They tried to get phone records from Smollett, but then they said on February twelfth that the ones that he gave them were heavily redacted and don't even need anything. And the reason that that's important is because he was apparently on the phone when it happened with his manager, but then that part was taken out. And it, he appeared on, on the 14th, which was two days after that. Valentine's Day. What up? Uh, that uh, he basically said that he tears up in the interview and he says he hates that people are questioning the story. And then on the 20th, <laughs> they file the felony disorderly conduct charge for filing a false report, which is actually a felony. He could do three years, kind of things like that. So um, this is right after the magazine. They have a, a, a black gay, quote unquote, famous B-list, C-list celebrity saying that he was hate attacked. They have video footage of him that uh, shows him going behind cameras. And then a minute later, they show him walking away from these cameras with the same sandwich in hand after having a noose on him and everything like that. So it's 40 minutes before the police report. All sorts of skeptical things like that about, oh, yeah, let's question this. But again, similar to the first one, they jump, both beat on, like, it's a hate crime, MAGA country. Of course it was white people. Fun side note, the two people that did it were black people from Nigeria. We'll leave that alone. Also, one of them happened to be an extra on Empire, and it was his brother, who was the other guy. The blowback from this, the stupidity of why are we all falling for the same crap again? We're all looking to see who's going to, uh, and, and then the blowback, of course, was also the, well, now we, I'm more concerned, uh, CNN said it today, it doesn't count because they're obviously neutral, but I would say not. They, they basically said the biggest problem is that now people aren't going to believe real hoaxes. Well, maybe the biggest problem is that this guy thought he could get away with it. 
I'm not disagreeing that real hoax or real things happen and people find them as skeptical. But when we're so quick to find a narrative and then blow it up, I, I find a problem. All right, team meeting. <clears throat> we need to take a vote right now if we're going to go over an hour or not with Hazley bringing up obviously a large um, objection to liberal media. And I would like to explore it more and risk the fact of going an hour and it not posting. All in favor? Aye. 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 Perfect. So, Screw you, Anchor. Thank you for hosting us. I mean, you can't. If we're going to plan this podcast in an hour and 55, well, at 51 minutes, we're going to bring up a four-minute story that parlays your previous story to show how the liberal media is jumping. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm Let me finish first. You always ask that. But correct me if I'm wrong, (laughs) that you're, you're, you're stacking these stories as an example of how liberal media, I'm using my hair quotes on liberal media, which I'm not a liberal media dude, but liberal media is creating these stories and jumping so hard because they have anything they can sink their claws in that they think will, will help support their view that they're going to run with it without getting all the facts first. Am I wrong on that? You are wrong on that. Because I have a whole other section for another day when I want to go on to attacking the fake news. This was just stupid in general. I think it's stupid that a dude, that my more important part was the fact that Jesse Smollett thought he could get away with this. Obvious bullcrap. But. So you're saying you're going to do a fake news segment and show both sides are idiots? Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. I think everyone's got their bias and it's pretty dumb. I would say the neutral people are the ones that I have the most people. Okay. Oh. I'm, we're gonna have to go back and re-listen to this. The way that you ended that segment, you did speak about Jesse and how he thought he could get away with this, but I swear you were taking stabs at the media for running with this. What media would I be siding with? Anyone who carried the story. I would be disagreeing with that. Anyone who carried the story. I think that this shouldn't have been a story. Right. That's oh, oh, I'm sorry. You asked what what media are you siding with? Yeah. I don't think you're siding with any media. I think okay. you're only <laughs> taking opposition to a specific media. A specific me- media that propagates uh, this kind of action? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who says, "Oh, yeah, no, clearly, let's not look at the clues." Um, Two a.m. in a polar vortex. There's obviously dudes walking around with bleach. And a freaking news so they can find this guy that they clearly watch religiously on Empire so they can do a hate crime. I don't disagree. <laughs> let, let, let this be known. Any media. Right up front. <laughs> let this be known. I, I just had opposition of bringing up two stories that to me seem like you were stacking wow. media that was attacking. Right. A specific brand of America. Spoiler alert, I do have another one later attacking the media, but it's not just about, I, I hate everybody, definitely. Well, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to retract all of the aggression I had built up and ready for you. And although I know the audience wanted it. Looking at you, Poland. All right, Caitlin, I'll show you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it back, and I will, I will now like to refocus and make my comment on Mr. Schmoller. Yeah. I think they're the ice Jewish also. It's from another intersectional group. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that this is insane. If, let me 
premise is proven to be proven. that he made it up. Proven. He has checks written out that he gave to the dude who did it. They have pictures of the dude. Okay, okay, okay. It's proven. I, okay. He was doing it wrong. <laughs> okay. If you're going to make a hate crime, do it right. That's all I'm saying. How would you do it? Okay. So first, <laughs> I'd get some Puerto Ricans. <laughs> but they would actually be from Venezuela. Never mind, never mind, never mind. We don't have enough time or crowns to draw this supply out. We don't have gas in this tank. Oh, oil joke. Thank you. But he's um, been farting, so it's not funny. He's held it pretty well. No, he hasn't. So, <laughs> without interruption this time. Eruption? If possible. Um, if it's proven that he was lying. Proven. Fucker. Proven. Um, Still proven. Yeah, I think this is crazy. Now, I I can get I can get why you would want to stage a publicity stunt to be able to get uh, fame or attraction or something like right. that. Allegedly been written off. Taking it to a point where it becomes a hate crime, taking it to a point, you know what I mean? Like you could just, just get, you could just do getting mugged and get on Entertainment Weekly, right? And you know what I mean, and like get a little boost in ratings and shit, like get your face on the public TV and stuff. Like I, I'm not encouraging that, but I can get why he does that. I just think this was taken to such an extreme. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I will agree with you that if proven, already done. <laughs> already been arrested. This was very poorly executed. <laughs> That's amazing. So poorly executed. You can't pick. I mean, obviously, he needed to pick a spot in which normal people go into a ATM after a subway. Sure. And I'm also also uh, gonna go ahead and debate the fact that subway was open at two a.m. But if it was, that's a dope part of it. It was. Um, he has the sandwich on video. So, so he, he couldn't get it earlier? They Does the video show from yes. him leaving the subway Literally, walking into it? Like and you've watched all of them. All of them. Shut up. So, they also call him an F word. So, what I'm saying is, he had to go somewhere where you know people would normally go at this time where he could get mugged. But like, dude, you've got to know there's cameras at ATM. Right. Like, I can't go to Papa John's, you know what I mean? <sighs> Terrible. Thank you. So, okay. so, yeah, so I think it's crazy. I'm not sure why he did it. I think the dude is crazy. I think you have a vendetta with the liberal media, but we're going to go over your, hold on. We're going to go over your vendetta with all media at a later time. Stay tuned, audience. Iowa, what's the meaning of life? Oh, God. This is what MagaMaga69 asks. It was in one of those questions submitted earlier. Because if you follow us on outsideralmet.gmail.com, you can also submit questions, unless your name is Caleb. If there is a Caleb. <laughs> Call me an optimist. But I love seeing stories like this. Oh my <laughs> god! Of course! Of course! Throw in the towel! Throw the podcast! <laughs> optimist Prime over here. It's great. This fucking idiot did this and got caught. Like, it's the greatest thing ever to me. Okay. It's the perfect result. Because it shows other would-be idiots. <laughs> you're fucking stupid if you're going to do this. He almost used hard R. We saw that. That's not true. We, don't, we, we have no idea. There's no proof of what he was going to do. He was going to say ridiculous. Remedial. <laughs> like I mean, seriously. It's amazing. 
Like you couldn't write this kind of stuff. And it happened. Not even if and you were there are some that. stupid fucking people out there that were like, Man, I could do this thing and other like, No, I can't. <laughs> no, I cannot. I can't do this thing. More shit like this needs to happen so more people learn their fucking lessons. I because agree. this guy did. This I guy agree. definitely did. Oh, 100 for He has to ruin He didn't just ruin his career. He ruined his fucking life. We'll see. People will bring this up at his funeral. People will be whispering <laughs> shit. Like, this is going to carry with him forever. And that's horrible that he has to go through that. But this he did it to... Never mind. <laughs> but oh, he, he did it to himself. Idea too. <laughs> it's the same thing like on this funeral. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, Alex is pointing at me and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> his vein on his forehead popped even harder. But I mean, are you with me? Do you get it? Like, this is amazing. That's a whole, honestly, that's a whole side of this that I didn't see. And now that I do, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm an optimist. Everyone's stupid. That's the thing. That's the thing. Everyone's stupid. Because you have to show that something's stupid to destroy it. Oh, sure. One of my favorite stories is about how the Ku Klux Klan got taken down over comic books that were written, making the KKK the enemy. So, like, a Klansman would come home and take his robe off and then go say hi to his child that's reading a comic book, and he's playing with his friends about how they're killing the Klan today. And that's how they did it. And I'm not saying they got rid of the Klan, but it, like, really hurt them, like, a lot. Right. And there were like testimonies from back then where guys were like, you know, it was stupid. I was like the bad guy. I didn't want to do that to my kids. Right. And like, that's brilliant. And that's, to me, this isn't in the same vein, but it kind of is in a small way. Like, you just have to show people how dumb this is to destroy stupid right. behavior like this. That's my take. I like it. That was my thing. Again, I have a whole. I'm with you, though. There are two stories in a row here where there's a MAGA team who was falsely oppressed and did something that they didn't even do, and he had to bring them up back to back. Wait till my next segment. <laughs> go on, scroll. Wait, you see my dick? <laughs> you can't see it. It's like uh, scroll down. I don't have the. Mouse. We can do one more. We can't do the whole. I didn't know there was more. Okay, I thought we were done, and I was like, did we just waste five minutes for that? No, there's no, a lot more. Okay. There's several more. I took 13 at the beginning. You should do five minutes at a time. You guys are like, no, let's make sure to take at least 15 minutes a pop. If you weren't so good at this, you wouldn't take so much time. It's good radio. So leaving alone, I'm just going to go over again for how the media is biasing Trump. <clears throat> so the, if Trump's, there's any way you could take less time to introduce this one, the audience would appreciate it. So Trump's State of the Union, uh, the intro of this NPR article, very objective as they claim... <clears throat> The agenda I will lay out this evening is not a Republican agenda or a Democrat agenda. It's the agenda of the American people. So starting number one, they say unemployment, or Trump says, quote unquote, unemployment has reached the lowest rate in over half a century. Uh, African American, Hispanic American, Asian American unemployment have all reached their lowest levels ever recorded. And so the response, yes, there was applause. The response from the uh, very objective media. <clears throat> right now, unemployment is at 4%. That's not quite its lowest point over half a century. It was or at below 4% for much of 2000, for example. Uh, but however, as of last fall, when unemployment hit 3.7%, it was at the lowest point in roughly half a century. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, another thing that they mentioned... Uh, more people are working now than at any time in the history of our country. 157, uh, 157 million people at work. The response, 
the U.S. population grows every year, so that fact uh, that more people are working is not a surprise. Thank you guys for your fact checks on that. Very good. Also, uh, members of Congress, another quote from Trump, the state of our union is strong. Applause, chants of USA, the response. <clears throat> One of the matters of suspense leading up to the address is how the president will characterize the state of the union. This year, President Trump chose the same adjectives he did last year. The state of our union is strong. How is that something being fact-checked? Because he said fact-checked two years in a row? Anyways, I just want to point again, there is a media bias about Trump, but that's not my angle. I just thought it was silly. Move along. Let me hate on Trump next. Unless y'all want to comment. As you work, do you want to comment? I'm thinking. There's things I want to say, but... It's it's a very just a point that very similar to the the. the I, got, I think a lot of this comes down to tone, especially the second point. It's like most people working at any time in history, and then NPR's like, yeah, well that's not surprising. It grows every year. Like that's not like they're just doing their job. Like if, if I was thinking of this as like some boring economist that's just explaining it for right. people that understand it, like of course yeah, I, I agree. Uh, like, he's not saying anything derogatory in there. He's just, like, saying, like, this is, that's not a surprise. This is what's happening, and this is what happened. So I think if you have a derogatory view of liberal media, right. like NPR here, right. then you're going to read that derogatory. But I don't read it that way. I read it as, okay, this isn't any news. This is just what it is. But hold on. Were you only pointing out that number three you had objection with? Or did you have objection with number two? I, are you asking me or him? You, as a. Oh, I am. I objected with the way all of them are phrased. Oh my god. Seriously? Unemployment has reached the lowest rate in over half a century. And they quote in their rebuttal of it, well, last fall, when it was the lowest in half a century. They quote that in there. Why are you going to even bring that up? That's my point. Or another one of the, the State of the Union is strong. We got to talk about how he says it's always strong. Sure, but number two makes perfect sense. I'm not disagreeing with it, but there's a list of 48 problems with his speech. I, I just find, okay, there was never that kind of criticism of Obama. I have the links, that's for my other Oh one. my god, this is a liberal No, it's not. Thing. Wait for the next one. Let's move along, let's move along, let's move along, let's keep it going. So, uh, Trump caving on board Hold on, pause. The fact that you want to um, highlight your disagreements with the liberal media or the or your your fallacies that you found with the liberal media, but then you want to do a, a story on Trump doesn't mean that you're not biased. Oh, I'm, it doesn't. It, that, that doesn't mean that it takes away what you're trying to highlight or the the message that you're trying to send or the liberal media. Now, I, I'm not saying I disagree. I don't want you to think that I'm coming from that that edge. But as your friend, as your boy, I want to be the one to let you know. That just because you have a cousin that married a black guy doesn't make you not racist. Moving along. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. He's uh he's hitting with the same thing of the uh, I'm not racist, Joyner Lucas, I believe. Similar to that. Cousin's got a Tracy boyfriend. Right? So you're like, well fuck the liberal media, but watch me shut up Trump real quick. That puts me right in the middle. A lot further I'm gonna be way harder on Trump than I am on the but I would be I don't think so. You've had three liberal media stories so far. How many Trump ones do you have to follow? Oh, just one, but it's the biggest. But even then, I'm going to get to my own point. It doesn't matter that you have a Trump story to follow. 
here's my point of all of it. If you're able to look at it and think that they're objective, my problem is the objective part. If you say that you're a commentary or you say that you're not politically biased, then go for it. 100%. No one looks at Fox News and thinks, hmm, they're so objective. Literally. Their tagline is fair and balanced. Yeah, and who actually believes that, though? That's not the point. No, who actually believes that? Everyone's claiming they're As a, When I was a liberal, I laughed and made fun of their, um, their, their, their very balanced media. It was a joke because there's no way you can look at it and not think the same. People look at these other news outlets. I mentioned CBS, NPR, and CNN. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're not, and I'm not saying that the general populace doesn't view them as biased. I'm saying they continue to claim that they're objective, they're neutral, which people look at Fox News and laugh. People look at those three and don't. It's not the same. But again, no, no, no. You can't just get away with that statement on here. Would you tell me that you think that CNN is an unbiased, objective news reporter? No, I don't. Would you say the same about NPR? I think NPR goes a little bit towards more. Would you say the same about any news source? But no, I I honestly can't tell you anything that's not foreign that I think doesn't take a side in right. one of our two political parties that Absolutely. has a stranglehold on the politics of the U.S. Not disagreeing with that. My point is the fact that, again, the I, I don't have to argue to you that Fox News, uh, Fox News is biased. Will I ever have to? Will I ever have to say, hey, Fox News leans conservative? Uh, conserv- so this is your argument for why we're looking at NPR and CNN articles and breaking them down and what trash they are, and we're not looking at Fox News at all. Because they just because we all know they're a joke. Let me make this very clear in case the record is Fox News is extremely conservative biased. No questions asked. And if they ever pretend to be objective, I will say I disagree. Let me see. I'm not saying with any of articles of CNN and PR, I'm not saying that they don't have objective articles. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that these ones that I immediately Googling any action or topic of it. These are the ones that pop up first and these are the ones that have the most bias. That's that's my problem with it. It has nothing to do, and again, I will can't wait for it. It is more of the I know, but at the same time, it, it, if if you claim neutral and then you're it's kind of like the US But but the Fox we just covered that Fox News is claiming neutral. No, and not. I know that you're not what they're not? What's their slogan? Fair and balanced. Let's pull it up. We always like to fact check on here. Jamie! I'm curious. No, don't do no, just Fox News. No, don't do Fox News Fair and Balance. Fox I, News drops Fair and Balance motto. Yeah, yeah, I just say Fox News motto instead of you're asking for the... Well, I just wanted to see. They dropped it last year in 2017. They stopped saying it. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm feeling like I'm being disagreed with upon neutrals of others. Moving along, moving along. I want to talk about Trump taking on the border wall. Biggest problem for me. We will. You get to host next week. It's on you then. Right. But okay. Well, then let's let's handle this on air. When you get to host, doesn't mean that you don't get to get called out by everybody else. And when I'm hosting. I am open to that as well. 100%. But if that's where the conversation goes, if the conversation happens to be guided towards our opinion of information that you bring, and whether it be on the information itself 
or the view in which the information was bringing or being talked about. This is a platform in which we can come and have that conversation right. openly. Right? We already know that we're gonna hug and kiss afterwards. Whether the audience knows it or not, it doesn't matter. Agreed. We know that we're gonna hug and kiss afterwards. But is not the purpose of this podcast to be able to have these conversations and be open enough to listen to each other. Absolutely. Express our own ideas. And I'm willing to give right, you a rebuttal right. back yeah. to my beliefs on it. But if you're going to bring stuff up and I have an opinion about it and it's going to be dismissed so that you can move on to the next point that you planned out for it, I, I just feel like we're not having as open of a platform or, right. or, or space to speak as we could. That's extremely fair. So I, I will give my quick asterisk right now. Uh, my next two topics are, again, stupidity. And it's not about specifically a media bias. I think in this particular instance, the media bias is stupid. That is more of my problem is that it is a very blatantly stupid media bias. They could be at least hiding it or, or be more objective in theory about certain aspects. I hate all media bias. I, I think that the fact that I can't look at one news source and just, oh, well, this is what's going on. The most uh, relevant news source to me is the CFR, which is Council of Foreign Relations, because they're the most monotoned and boring, quote unquote, if you will, uh, podcast that I listen to. But they're the most objective. They're the most factual. They're the most that I listen to. No one wants to listen to them because they don't have their own opinions. They're just stating facts. And that is why I have a problem with this, and I think it's stupid. And I think it's stupid that they would question, well, actually, right now it's 4% unemployment versus, but okay, in the fall it was 3.7, which was the lowest in half a century. That's where I find the problem is, okay, we're going to nitpick about these stupid details. Why, why would you even bring that up? Don't get me wrong. Trump has a bad things to make fun of. Why are you going to go on the obvious? Why are you going to go on the ones that are even questionable? He's going to say stupid things as I'm about to go into about stupid things that he is about to do and is doing. I hate the fact that he would nitpick, that you would say, well, so this is what, technically, you know, in case you didn't know, the population in America grows. So the fact that 157 million people being employed is a good thing, well, it's really not. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm also just saying, why, why you got to bring that up? Like, like, like what, there are things you can nitpick about Trump, legitimately loads of things to talk about Trump that you can make fun of that I'm about to go into. But that's the thing that I find is stupid is, okay, we're going we're gonna to go after every single detail. I've never seen that. Even uh, in the years that I paid attention, which was mostly Obama era, I never saw, well, technically Obama said this, and this is, well, technically. Did you have it as much under a microscope as you do now? Were you that in the politics then? Yeah. Were you taking the I remember the right leaning media's I was perspective not, I was on the State of the Union? Very much left leaning, and I watched State of uh, the Union ever since. So I watched every State of the Union Obama did because I enjoyed him as a speaker. Things that I recall that I know to be false now. You can keep your doctor, and I remember on the campaign trail against Mitt Romney, he's going to put you all back in chains. Granted, granted that was Biden. Those are, those are the things that I remember more so than anything of just the monotony. I never saw, and I didn't watch Fox News then, so maybe Fox News was doing it. That might have been the only source. See, but just you saying that makes me feel so much better about it. Literally. Yeah. Literally, just you saying, 
Fox News could have said this stuff about the opposition, the oh. way that the opposition is saying it about the current president. Yeah. It makes me feel that you have a much more open-minded. Oh, yeah. But you got to see how you stack three of them right in a row, and then you come back with, my cousin married a black guy, so I'm <laughs> not racist. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying now. I but George, yeah, it, it's because I know you, and I know your heart, and I know what you bring to life, and I know that you are not as hard-leaning as you are proposing right now. But it's just coming off that way, gotcha. the way that you stack this information and the specific elements that you chose to pick out. That, I, I think, honestly, and thank you for helping me get there, that's what I was trying to break up. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I could... I'll listen to Fox News to get a different opinion, but every time I listen to Fox News, it's a hard right. It is a, hmm. But Fox News is hard right. Who, right, right. who else is hard right versus what I would, all the other side. That's, that's, that's why I don't take anything to heart with Fox News. I'm not saying I don't listen to it to get ideas and things like that. Uh, I try to be as open-minded about as many things as I, I think it boils down to just how many hard right billionaires are there and how many hard right liberals are there. Because that just has to do with how many media outlets there are. Also fair, also the amount of how much wealth those hard lefts are. Right. <laughs> 100%. Because if you look, but I mean, you know this, you can trace back all these media companies to a billionaire that's owning this. Always. And there's a lot of evidence of them pulling strings and kind of leaning things certain ways. And that is what it is. We can't control that. Less like you said, we just have to find multiple sources and then form our own opinions. Like you said, going overseas, I think when you said that, like I get BBC a lot. Oh yeah. That's on my phone. I get Associated Press, still a little left leaning. Probably BBC is a little too, but it's not as bad as some of the other ones. Of course. And then I hang out with you. That's my right leaning. I'm like you. So, but now as I quote unquote the most right leaning person here. Let me go into. I really want to hit on this because I know, and I'm going to give you this moment because I know I, it, it does help. I agree, but, but I, I feel better that you let me say that. Thank you. I don't feel better no. being next to you. No, truly. Trump came in on the borderline. I'm so pissed. <laughs> I just want a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> Look, homeboy is trying to say that he didn't came. How and even even the Fox News. Proponents. They pissed me off the most saying that he didn't cave. But didn't isn't he just gonna pull like a state I of emergency? Don't get me started on that. That's a that's a whole nother subject okay, under that. Because oh I'm about to go into that crap too, because I think that's unconstitutional. Under that right there, in my mind he didn't cave. Like what you're talking Bull about. Bullcrap, he caved. Because what is the quote from um, suits? Uh if you're backed into a corner or whatever. Yeah, yeah if, there's, if you have a gun to your, even if you have a gun to your head, there's always another way. Right. And that's exactly what Trump did. That's not true. He, he had two years. He couldn't figure it out. He couldn't get it. So he conceded to this so that he could pull this other gun from here. No, I disagree. I disagree as the most conservative person in here. Bullcrap. You've had two years with both parties of Congress. Two years of this bullcrap. And you couldn't pass the wall. And so now all of a sudden, you're going to pass a budget bill. And here's one of the things that I find the most alarming. He, he gets $1.37 million. The year before he got $1.6, he literally got less, the longest government shutdown in United States history. And he got less than he did the year before. 
I didn't know that. That's crazy. That's, That's hilarious. stupid. And at what cost? Exactly. I, I, I saw some of the stuff like three South, billion, like Southwest coming out and being like, "This is how much you lost." Yes. Yes. Out. Three billion of the GDP that will never come back because of him losing money on a freaking border wall. Three million or billion? Three billion for GDP. Wow. Yes. Three B with a B. Oh. Think, about, think about all the IPOs. That weren't oh, also that's, that's I mean, that's just a, I mean, obviously, it's a very small fraction of what yeah. was going on. But I mean, even like, there's just like, there's so many things that are affected. It, it, it pisses me off beyond belief that anyone, anyone could turn this around and say Trump won. Granted, you're saying state of emergency, which I'm going to say is a constitutional loss. I am, I, when I say conservative, I'm conservative as a constitutional. I'm more libertarian than anything. Sure. And the president was never supposed to have this kind of power, ever, period. But what pisses me off the most is in his freaking, as he's going into this state of emergency, I'm going to read the transcript. Uh, I'm skipping a little bit of a part. But in his freaking concession of all of this, he says, <clears throat> I didn't need to do this. But I'd rather do it much faster. I don't know. I can't do a Trump voice. Yeah, it's okay. Just don't try. Yeah, just yeah. Right. I didn't need to do this douchey voice, but I'd rather do it much faster, he said, looking and wishing that he had a bigger hand. Uh, and then he goes on and says, <clears throat> and we will have a national emergency, and we will then be sued, and they will sue us in the Ninth Circuit, even though they shouldn't be there, and we'll possibly get a bad ruling. And then we'll hope to get another bad ruling, and then we'll end up in the Supreme Court, and hopefully we'll get a fair shake, and we'll win the Supreme Court, just like the band. They sued us in the Ninth Circuit, and we lost, and then we lost in the appellate division, and then we went to the Supreme Court, and we won. And I just stop and think, what the freaking crap? Our commander-in-chief is sitting here talking about everything I'm about to do is a lawsuit, and we're going to have to go through all of the courts so we can do it this particular way. And, and, and if you take a look at the Constitution, the legislative branch, the Congress, was supposed to be the highest ruling. That was supposed to be top dog, period. Sure. We, uh, we as the Congress, Congress gave power to the executive and even to the judicial branch for other things because they were wanting to pass it and blame it on constitutional I, it, it just, the whole thing pisses me off. And anyone who can say that Trump won is is not looking at facts, is not looking at the fact that we're stupid. He definitely didn't win. But like I said before, he did take another route. Whether it's going to be successful or not, because it looks like he's mapped it out for what it's going to go like. And with him stacking the Supreme Court lately, he might get what he, he's going for. He Cap might still win. Kavanaugh's he's not out of the race. And they would give him credit for it. He's not out. You know what I mean? So I, I, I can't say he lost yet or that he won. So here's the thing. But I think he's still in. Pretend yeah. the Supreme Court rules with him. Have any of you guys ever traveled down 35? How many years did it take to get it to where it is? I, I know where this argument yeah. is going. I know where it's going. But that's but that's a, that's a reality no matter who's involved. That's my point exactly. That's why it's supposed to be legislative and not executive branch. That's why I find the biggest beef with all of this is that homeboy can't say it's a win when, oh yeah, the Supreme Court agreed with me, and then a year into it, they call it off, and there's only the 50 yards of, of steel slats, if you will, because that's the only thing that the budget approves for, and I didn't do anything on my quote-unquote wall, even though he's trying to sell it as a freaking wall. 
I don't agree with the wall, but I don't disagree with the wall. I agree that walls are obviously harder for things. I'm not disagreeing with tunnels under, and I'm not disagreeing with the fact that uh, illegal immigrants more so come from, from overstate visas. I'm not disagreeing with that. A lot of drugs come through checkpoints. He's got less than two years left, right? Yeah, well, he's, he's not reelected, but pretend six years. There's no way they could build 274 miles. All right. It just it baffles me that this is what he chose to be his legacy. Like, Obama wanted health care for all. I mean, did it work out that way? No, but at least had good intentions. Mm. Um, it'd be nice if it worked, but it didn't. And then this, like, it's obviously not going to work. Have you ever had a Trump steak? Good. It's bad. Uh, he wants to slap his name on anything that he thinks will help his legacy. That's got to be what it is, right? And I don't even think it, it might not even be that far. It might just literally be because he said it one time and he wants to hold true to that. I wouldn't disagree with that. Okay. Uh, anyways, I, I, I do want to point out that uh, executive power is stupid and there are actually 28 emergency plans right now. And I want to also say that presidents who are, there's so many freaking blatantly unconstitutional executive orders that are there. And that is a... I don't know enough to disagree. There's 28 of them in action right now. Some of them actually started with Carter and are still there. But I'll leave that alone. That's, that's when the first emergency... I don't know happened. enough to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Links will be provided for all of us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they, we... We want to know what you think about this. We're pissed off about stupidity, and we hope that all of our listeners don't listen to us. Research your own things. Have your own opinions. We we don't want. We in fact, uh, if you email us at outsiderelement at gmail.com, we'd very much prefer for you to give us feedback and specifically call us out when we misspoke about something. Give us your links to support that decision. Change our view. Yes, we we we're. I would like to say as heterosexual white males as we can get, we're about as open-minded as they get as well, because, you know, we've done some crazy things. Anyways, Bonnaroo. Uh, Bonnaroo! Uh, our padre. <laughs> so, uh, it's, 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 almost, it's almost the same. Um, how do you want to end this? I love you guys. love you guys. I love you guys. I, I, I love guys. I love, I love, I love Leah. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, uh, again, email us, outsiderelement at gmail.com. Peace out. Do the bites. Do the bites.